Nate Smith is coming back, and we got a fun last name to try to pronounce on this episode of Locked On Coyotes, so stay tuned. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by Fandle Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with Fandle. Visit Fandle.com slash Locked On to get started. I am your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson right there beside me. Uh, we want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available every week. Get your podcast, including now on the SiriusXM radio app. Be sure to search up Locked On Coyotes. We're in the heart of off-season mode where things start to slow down, Matt, but we still got some re-signings and some signings to talk about because news never stops fully. Yeah, just uh, the degree or the importance or the magnitude of news is what slows down. So, you know what? We're going to do a challenge today. How many minutes can I talk about Nate Smith? I'm going for 35. That's what we're, that's what we're trying to do today. So, anyway. <laughs> So it, it, the contract was made official on the 8th a few days ago. Nathan Smith re-signed a one-year contract. Uh, the Coyotes are always very coy when they announce these. Oh, the, the terms of the agreement were not disclosed. I think it was like 800K. And it's a, it's a what is it, one-year two-way contract. Nate Smith is an interesting one. It's This guy, you get him for a second-round pick. It's, it's him and, and uh, Jack McBain. You get McBain. Oh, man, everything blends together. It was McBain from Minnesota, Smith from Winnipeg. And, and you give up a second-round pick for each of them. Nate Smith looked so damn good last year's prospect development camp. Him and McBain were, were or the, the development camp slash training camp like season, little, little stretch. They were so impressive. Jack McBain was a, a man among boys, and Nathan Smith was playing very well. I legit thought both of them were going to make the roster. Me and my my old co-host, Richie, both thought they, they were going to be 20-goal scorers. Like, that's how impressed we were. And then he ends up going uh, all season last year in Tucson, and he didn't play poorly or anything. Uh, what was it? 12 goals, 15 assists, 27 points in 64 games. That's not terrible, but it's kind of disappointing. Considering how much better, in my opinion, Smith is than a lot of the guys in Tucson, and that's that's nothing against the guys in Tucson, but it's just I was so impressed by his game in, throughout that entire like rookie camp to training camp phase mm-hmm. that I was just shocked he went down there, and the fact that he didn't take over, he wasn't a dominant force in that lineup, had me really disappointed and confused because this is not a bad hockey player. And I think it was towards the end of the season he was getting it together a little bit. I don't know, Robin, if, if you paid more attention to Tucson than I did. Uh, I kept the notes for him physically, but I didn't get a chance to watch too many games. Right. What are, What were your impressions of him? He's 24 years old now. I want to say he was 23 most of last season. What, what were your kind of impressions for that stint he had with the Coyotes and then playing for Tucson? You know, I think he's got, you know, he's got the right – skating he's he, he's the you, you could see everything is there 
with Nate Smith. Um, I think it was he just became victim of essentially playing on the same team as Michael Carcone, <laughs> Um, where Carcone literally stole the show. Like it was Carcone, and then I think you know Doan came, you know came into later in this later in the season. It just you know it it, it eventually began, but, but still it was Carcone's show. Um, Carcone dominated the American Hockey League, not just the Roadrunners, the American Hockey League. Um, so maybe I think it was just, you know, kind of just, you know, wrong place, wrong time for him. Cause I was, I was with you too. I was a hundred, I was high on, on Nate Smith. Um, those that listen every day to the show know that, uh, previous co-host Carl Pavlock was also high on Nathan Smith. Like he was high on both Smith and McBain when they first were coming in. I think we all were right because they were both highly touted prospects coming in straight from college and they were playing pretty, they played pretty well in that first, you know, that first stint with the Coyotes, you know, towards mm-hmm. the end of the season. Everyone was just like, oh, this might be hopeful. We might, you know, things are looking, you know, things were looking up with these two solid prospects. Um, but again, he, I think he just fell victim to wrong place, wrong time for when it came to playing for, with, with Tucson. And uh, McBain just took advantage of the opportunity that he had to be able to play with the uh, the uh, the big league team with the uh, Coyotes. I I'm so confused by this. Is he he comes in in the, in the 2021-22 season, ten game stint, two goals, two assists, four points. He looked good, mm-hmm. and and I have to agree with even Carl to an extent, and and definitely Richie with what he was saying with. Out of the two, and I'm McBain is my one of my favorite players on the team. I have McBain Kachina sitting over there. I got two of them actually. Funny story on that, but we're not gonna talk about that today. I do I don't have a Nate Smith Kachina, but even I do agree that stint, he was probably the better of the two players. McBain is probably the better NHLer in the context of you can put him anywhere in the lineup. You can have him play mm-hmm. that middle six role. You can have him play the bottom six role. We saw at the start of the season he embraced that bottom six role. And still, I'm still confused on exactly what Jack McBain is at the NHL level. He has the potential to get 15, 20 goals. He also could just be your 10 goal, you know, grinding bottom sixer. Nate Smith feels like it, I'm kind of, again, taking Richie's words a little bit on this, but kind of. Mangling him up a little bit because I'm not that eloquent with how I say things. Is that he's probably more suited for that middle to top six role wherever he plays. I think Smith is probably a more skilled player. So that's fair. Yeah. There, that spot didn't exist for him on the Coyotes last year. It just it didn't. No. And I do believe I think it was the first day of the rookie camp. He he was out with an injury, but he he did a show throughout the rest of the process and and training camp and all that. So. Coming into camp, he might have been like a half step back from McBain. McBain is a little more versatile for what you need for the NHL level and what you you had available on that roster. But then I'm like, okay, so go to Tucson. He should have been a 20 goal scorer. I had expectations of him being a 20 20 plus goal scorer in Tucson because this guy has that skill. He really should kind of take over your lineup, especially at the AHL level, because if he's going to be an NHL player. And he's only 20, he's only 24. It is not out of the realm of possibility. He is not a bust or anything, but if you're going to be an NHL player, you should be a a step or two ahead of AHLers. I would hope to see this season, 
him to have a Michael Bunting season where yeah he is on a this step like, forward. This this contract that he signed was a one year two way contract, which very much means that that you know, hey like, uh, that he could be very well spend the entire year in Tucson again. We hopefully mm-hmm. hope that's not the case. That one year deals tells me tells me a major thing that this is a one hundred percent you know show me deal. It's like you have like I want to see you really really prove that you belong on this roster this next season. Um, I think all eyes are going to be him, be on on him come training camp. So in September, I think you know I'm going to try to you know take you know I'm I'm going to have my eyes on him. I think everyone else is going to have the eyes on him. Just be like, where are you right now in your development? Are you ready to make the the NHL roster? Come you know right out, right off the gate in opening night, and, and um and if so, can you maintain that? Can you keep up? that level of talent because you know if not you're going to get back sent out to tucson and we'll see what happens after that because th- i think that's what the one-year deal tells me yeah you you may i think this maintains his rfa rights one more one more year and also it, hey we'll kind of kick the can down the road but you got to show us something um but we'll, we'll get back on this i actually do have more to talk about nathan smith but first we got a word from FanDuel. Robin, please give us the graphic, and I will bring on the sarcasm. <laughs> so, take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200. That is right. Bet just 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend on betting everything to the money line, to over-under, to who you think is going to get the first home run. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. We all love getting paid instantly, right? There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get the $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, so let's go ahead and continue this. Uh, did you did you want to close anything off on on Nathan Smith? Are we are we going right into uh, into our next signing? I want to stay on Smith for a minute. All right, I I feel like we can get to Onyabuchi. I I am terrible at pronunciation, so please roast me in the comment section. But Nate Smith, I'm I'm frustrated. I I am frustrated because this this kid needs to have that bunting season where. We saw it every year since I got into got back into hockey and really followed the team and started covering the team in 2018. 2018-19, it was Connor Garland. I do believe the year after that, it was Lane Peterson slash Michael Bunting, and then Michael Carcone a year or two after that. They pretty consistently had that guy step up every time that void was opened up. Yep. And, and if I had the, the rosters in front of me, I guarantee – Maybe Kevin Roy, or was it Wah? He's one, I think he's one of those players that it's Roy. But if I'm wrong, I'm gonna look dumb. I, I think yeah, I would think it was Kevin Roy. I'm trying to remember because again, I covered the team for so long, and I've heard both. I've heard <laughs> both that I'm like, what is happening? It, it, what really tripped me up is back when I, I still cheered for Vegas. My wife swore up and down it was Nick Roy. I thought it was Nick Wah because I'm pretty sure he's French Canadian. 
but I still said Roy live because I trusted my wife and I shouldn't have. TLDR, don't trust your wives, fellas. But <laughs> but Tucson has this knack for doing this. And and it's been it's really cool to see Nathan Smith at 24 years old has to do that this year. He needs a 20 goal season in Tucson. He needs to prove himself that he is above all the AHL talent down there because what might have happened, and again, 64 games, I want to say a regular season for AHL is 67, but I could be wrong. Uh, it's, gone less. it's gone up. Um, is it 72 since, now? Since they expanded the Pacific Division, I think everybody now plays 72 or more games. Um, right, so he, he I think even like, se- games, even like 70, 76, I want to say, the 76 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's that incredibly weird Calder Cup playoff format. Um, but that's beside the point. That's a, I mean, such a weird format. We can, we can talk about that another day. We, we can, we, 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 we will be locked on Roadrunners for that one. Maybe we'll get new <laughs> graphics and everything. But, but it's, so he, he missed anywhere between three and eight games, depending on if it's 67 or 72, because at one point it was like 67 because they were, they played the least amount of games in the Pacific Division. It's a really weird setup. He didn't really miss that much time. It wasn't like he had this big major Liam Kirk type injury. It wasn't like this guy was out of the lineup for a long time. He just kind of didn't exist for long stretches of time. And it frustrates me because my brain, one of two things happened. Either he, what what we saw positively in the 21-22 season to end that season, that 10-game stretch was a fluke, or he, he, took getting sent down and not seeing that path back up immediately like a child. And I can't decide what I think it is because Nate Smith is too talented, in my opinion, to just burn out. And people have bad seasons. Uh, again, I didn't get to watch every game, obviously. I was just keeping notes for the for the team and watching as much footage as I could you know, via their Twitter. So I'm, I'm just I'm getting some thoughts out there. Interested that you mentioned that as a potential, because I could think of another another player, mm-hmm. different position, who got who treated getting sent down like a child every time, and he had got sent down multiple times because this position it just happens. Um, and this is going to give it away now that that person is now a Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> Are you trying to say we're going to trade him for a second round pick and in two years he will be traded to a Stanley Cup champion? I'm not saying, but <laughs> I'm, you know, <laughs> I just like making that comparison. Um, no, I did, like, let's say yeah, that I don't think that, you know, I'm not saying Nathan Smith's going to be the next Aiden Hill. Um, but <laughs> I, you, you, I, you do have to, get sent you know when you get sent down use it as an opportunity i think maybe maybe he just yeah it took a huge step back because of that like i said i think it is massively you know kind of like wrong place wrong time that he freaking just got dominated you know under the shadow of michael Calcone. i think it's also like interesting though because <clears throat> a lot of the like the, like a decent amount of the Roadrunners core or like Roadrunners like well known players were like offloaded in like this last trade deadline. Like 
Like a couple like last by a free agency too. We lost Boko Mama, and that dude hit everything. If it moved, it was getting checked into the into the corner. <laughs> yeah. So it would be interesting. So if Nathan Smith gets sent, you know, spend the whole season in, in Tucson, which isn't the worst thing, but I feel like I, th- I feel like actually it could potentially help him more than it hurts him, um, especially with. Michael Carcone on his one-year deal, it's you have the hope that he spends, you know, the entirety of that of that one-way deal, um, one-way contract up in the, the Coyotes because I think he really deserves that spot after what he did last year in the American Hockey League. I just cannot see him not in the NHL. Um, so that could potentially give a, an opportunity for Nathan Smith. We can talk about the Carcone thing and my opinions on that uh, in, in another episode because I, I have some thoughts on that. I was, I was quite frustrated that, that he wasn't given the full-time spot. I, I felt he deserved it, and Zach Cassian didn't belong anywhere on this roster. There's a couple of players I, I thought shouldn't have been on the roster, and they kept doing the stupid 11-7. and seven. They had the roster spot for him. Carcone should have been a Coyote, and it wouldn't have led to them winning any more games because he's not – that good. He's good, but not that good to lead to more wins. But, but that's, that's a different point. Smith needs to be watched carefully because even the statement from Bill Armstrong, quote, we are pleased to sign Nate to a contract extension. He played well in Tucson last season and continues to develop. We look forward to having him back. That's not specific at all. He didn't point out anything specific that Nathan Smith does. He just said he played well and he's developing a 24 year old player. I just, I, he's too skilled to, to be a third liner in Tucson. And some of the guys Tucson signs off the street. I'd rather have like Lutzi or, or Zub out there playing for Tucson than some of the guys Tucson signs. Cause I want Tucson to win a Calder cup. Smith needs to be part of the solution and Smith needs to be part of the, the, the leadership down there because this dude should be like a 50 point scorer in the AHL, if not a little higher, if Carcone can do what was it 85 last season, because Keller at 86 and Carcone had one less point. If Carcone could do that, Smith should easily be in the fifties. hundred percent. Um, interesting that, you know, Really quick, I know you mentioned, you know, to you know, you wanting to see Tucson win the call the cup. Um, Coachella Valley came close, and I think I was talking about how like it would bring Calder Cup for, to the southwest for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's been this far west ever, so like not even just southwest, but just this far west. So I want to see that happen too. I mean. I think the closest it's probably gotten over here is, I think, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Austin, Texas, I think, is the furthest it has traveled west. I'm just reading over. Well, well the Houston Arrows won in 2002. Yeah, but that's, for, that's further east than Austin. So True. Or Cedar Park, technically, if we want to get technical here see the part of hate because i know texas i think they lost to the marley's in 2018 but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we're getting distracted all right we got one more con like 
One more contract to to talk about. Robin's going to get you a sponsor in a second, but Nate, like, you're never going to watch this, but, like, dude, you need to be a 20-plus goal scorer in Tucson. You, you're you too skilled to be forgotten, and 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 that's it. Just You're too skilled to just be forgotten down there in, in Tucson. Absolutely. Well, we'll go ahead and fin- get things finished up on this show in just a moment, but first, a word from my sponsors on the show. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear? Interesting Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. Picture this, premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. Bird Dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine with a unique built-in liner. These shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part. Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Designed with pockets that actually work, Bird Dogs give you ample space to store your essentials while you're on the move. Bird Dogs are made of premium breathable fabric that keeps you cool, dry throughout your activities, perfect for the trails, the gym, or simply just floundering around. These are the shorts that you have been searching for, so order your pair of Bird Dogs today and join thousands of satisfied, satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash LockdownNHL and enter the promo code LockdownNHL and get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash LockdownNHL and promo code LockdownNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We absolutely promise you. All right. So let's go ahead and finish up. Put that back away. This, uh, you know, our um, conversation about recent signings um, is an interesting one. Montana Ayanbuji. Um, I think his rights was, a, was acquired via tra- trade, if I'm not mistaken. I think, I think they just signed him outright. Because he, let's see, he played for Kamloops. Played for, played for San Jose, um, yeah, San Jose. Yeah. Also, I'm disappointed in you. The fact that you introduce him and you're not like the Coyote signed Montana on Yabuchi. Like we are <laughs> southwestern, and you're telling me you can't have a little bit of fun with it and be like, "All right, we signed we we signed us a player. We signed us a player, Montana." On your booty, haunting me on your booty. You got have some fun. All right, one day I'm just gonna not be on one of the episodes, and it's gonna be because Robin didn't have enough fun. And I'm just sitting here like, if I wanted to be in school bored, I will just buy a, a school desk off Amazon and and get some real good sleep again because man, I haven't slept good in years. Wow. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Called out on the own on my own show. <laughs> anyway, hey, my, my, I might need to get an Adibuchi jersey. I think on the AHL website you can get a customized AHL jersey. I'll have to look into it, and and I, I might not, have to do it. If not, I will personally reach out to the road to like the Roadrunners and request that jersey be made for us. Oh my god! I, I I will pay for it. I I will, and it needs to be their their 
I will Adrian, Denny, Jimmy Peebles, if you're like listening to this episode, <laughs> send me an email. <laughs> Adrian, Denny doesn't care about us. Anyway, anyway. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He loves Sorry, he doesn't care about me. I, I apologize. Anyway, Montana. Talking to- <laughs> Phenomenal Nate, by the way. It's a two-year entry-level contract. So I'm, I am confused on how they got his rights because I ha- I didn't see any news of any trades. And we played for the Barracuda, so he's technically in the San Jose <laughs> Uh, Sharks organization, the kid is 6'3", 220. That is a big boy, good solid size. Probably going to be someone playing for Tucson. And first off, we need more of that. We we need better defenders in Tucson. And if you got like uh, him and and Zub playing down there this year, I I think you have something good going on. Uh, What was it? He had... Three goals, seven assists, 10 points, 73 penalty minutes last year in 35 games. Big boy playing big. And and that's kind of the MO for this entire organization is, hey, um, do you got the size? Yeah. Uh, you're going to use that size because whenever Bill's watching players play, he's like, I just want to see these big boys grinding over there in the corners. And he's got a name like Montagna. So we need that boy on this team. Montana on your booty. You're having so much fun with that. I am. I, anytime I could do the, the fake cowboy accent, I will do it. And I've done it since I was like 10. Uh, I, want, I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> I need to meet this kid and he's probably going to hate me. <laughs> you know, if we, if we need to, the, uh, our, uh, our friend JD Young over at Locked On Sharks actually had um, had this guy on his on on Locked On Sharks um, not too long ago. So like, you know, you guys are going to take a look to go to go back to that that episode, or I could just go ahead and reach out to JD and we see if we can use uh, connections. Bro, if we're gonna do it, all right. I'm just I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. I will fund this. I'll buy us both cowboy hats, plaid shirts, and boots. And like, we'll, we'll, I'll be like, hey, can we film like by the ice tent or something? Oh my god, this is. <laughs> I'm here with Montana. <laughs> this entire this entire segment just turned into the. G- giving my 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 demo reel for a cowboy accent to anyone out there, and <laughs> instead of actually doing my due diligence with with this prospect or this this, this kid they signed, because also wait wait uh, uh, credit to to friend of the show Mike Gould who I, I actually I think he broke this like two and a half weeks ago. I just wanted the official confirmation before I talked anything about it. But I, I I do think he was the one that broke it. I saw it like just like in ice. Oh yeah, no, and um, J- like and like I said, JD Young from Locked On Sharks messaged me around that time too and said you're gonna love Montana. I'm like, Montana, she did it, she did it, boys. We got her, ladies and gentlemen, we got her. God, it's more fun saying Anya Bucci. I'm not gonna lie. On your booty, <laughs> boot scoop boogie. <laughs> you want to end the show before 
<laughs> before I ruin our credibility. What <laughs> by <laughs> any final thought? I'm gonna give you final a chance here to make this a final good good final thought. Good final thought. All right. Here's my good final thought. <clears throat> Kids' names Montana. We like them. We, we like our boys big here. All right. We want them out there. We want them grinding. We want them hitting people. We like them with some size. Six three, big boy, Montana on your booty. Thank you for making this your first listen. All right. We are we are free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including. On the Sirius XM radio app, that is right. I am now as famous as Howard Stern. Thank you very much. Anyway, make sure to reach out. You know, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on. At Twitter, LO underscore coyotes. You can find Robin personally at Robin underscore Leonio. And me at the AZ Sports Guy. That's all I got. I forgot the rest of the, the outro. <laughs> Interact with us as a question you might have. We might answer right back. Mm -hmm. We're on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.